Ah, sorry, I'm feeling a little tense today. With everything that's been going oh, on I here, can, I am a little... Do you want me to run you through a little meditation or something? Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, do I have to take off my shoes? Uh, no, you can leave them on. Okay, great, because they're, yeah, they're not coming off. Is there a certain website I should have open, or does it matter what I'm looking at on my screen? Yes, I need you to open a little YouTube video called Native American Flute Music and Campfire Sound. I don't have actually... Uh, the parental controls on my laptop set up, uh, shout out Dennis, have, don't, I can't go on YouTube, but I can okay. make some music. Yeah, just do that. Because I have a keyboard here that I borrowed from Corey. Um, shout out Corey, if you're listening to this, I took your keyboard. Yep. Is this kind of rhythmic enough? Oh yeah, no, it sounds, that sounds great. That's very uh, sensual I, and moody. I'm imagining like rain and light flowing through the undercarriage of a forest. Oh, that's the vibe. You ready? Okay, I'm ready when you are. Dear Tech Talk, Tech Talk. Dear Tech Talk listener, mm. make yourself comfortable. Take off your shoes, or don't. Now I want you to get nice and comfortable, and I want you to listen to my voice. Close your eyes. Oh, ha. Ah. Yeah, no, it's okay. okay. It's just the first few seconds. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. All of that stuff there is it's fake. It's not real. Listen to my yeah. voice. You're in a white void. Ah. Oh. Wow, I was so that's such a good meditation, Ted. It's still going. Oh, keep your eyes shut. It's, okay, it's I'm shutting them again. You keep ha, your, shut, your eyes shut ha, the whole okay, time. Yep, you nope, can do nope, it. Shut, shut. Okay, ready? Yes. Breathe in <coughs> and breathe out. <coughs> Great. Okay, now I want you to let the cares of the day just flow off you. You're not inside a Prius, Stefan and Bronson. And Sarah aren't outside playing in the hose. And they are fully clothed. You don't live in the mother-in-law apartment. You're not going to be the ring bearer at your ex-wife's new wedding. You look around you. You see a door in the room. Now I want you to walk over to that door. How does the door feel to you? Hot. So hot. Mmm, good. And slippery. Yes, that's great. Now... I want you to open that door. Oh, nope, wrong door. I'm shutting that one. Is there another door we can use? Yes, there's another door. Okay. Appears right next to that Just one. Just gonna lock that door and I'm throwing away the key. Okay, other door. Oh, this one's great. This is a good door. Okay. Now, what do you see beyond it? I have. Well, I haven't opened it yet. Well, what I'm gonna need you to do is put your hand on that handle and open the door. Okay, I'm turning it. It's almost hard to get a grip, honestly, because I have lotion on my hands. You open the door and you step into a clearing. Mm. You're standing in front of a small Glen. Hello, Glen. You see a man. His is his name Glen? Yeah, it is Glen. Yep. He he wears a cape and on he has a shirt that says Glen on it. Follow Glen as he beckons and steps into the darkness. I'll never be able to fit in that hole, Glen. I'd have to be so small. Glen makes the hole bigger with a little tap of his pinky. Oh my gosh. I'm feeling myself being pulled in. It's like there's a warm breeze sucking me in. Step into the vacuum hall. You've entered the tech talk <sighs> zone. Do you feel better? I do. I feel like that knot in my shoulder is... Go oh, it's Glenn's giving me a rub. He's giving you a rub. You see a circle of mushrooms, and in the mushrooms stands two cloaked figures. They reach out their hands, gnarled hands, old hands, wizened. In each of their hands, they have a cracked iPad. <gasps> Darby? Grady? It's Darby and Grady. Hey guys, it's good to see Darby again. Yeah, Darby says, I'm still stuck in gray shades. Someone send help. Grady just says, Oh, nice. Yeah. 
You step beyond them into another clearing. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Great. There you see two thrones, golden thrones. <gasps> and atop each throne, a princely king or a kingly prince. One's a prince and one's a king. Okay. And it's and, and it's Tim and Ted. And the, oh! It, it, it's Tim and oh! Ted. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope it's to us. <laughs> yeah, it's us. But wait, if that's Tim and Ted, then who are we? We look down. <gasps> I'm my dad and you're Gerald. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is just what I feared. Dr. Schroeder, it's true. It's all true. How can you scream, Mr. Tim, when your mouth is full of juice, says Dr. Schroeder? <gasps> Dr. Schroeder, you were Glenn all along. I should have seen it coming. I should have known. Dennis! Dennis! You wake up in a room. Someone is dead. There's no furniture in the room, but there is a pool where there was a block of ice where they hanged themselves. How, how did how, they do it? You quickly solve it very easily and win the first prize from a, a large pool of people who were very impressed with your detective abilities. And then you step out the door and Morpheus is there. He says, do you want a red pill or a blue pill? Whichever one keeps me in the Matrix. Here you go. Have the blue pill. You, you eat it and it tastes delicious. You wake up, everything's normal. The end. Yeah. Wow, Ted, that was amazing. That was such yeah. a good meditation. Thanks. What do um, what do I do to for, to forget about it? How do I get rid of the memory of it? Are you gonna want to wash that away with a big diet Pepsi? Diet Pepsi? Yeah. Great. Oh, that's right. You always say diet Coke to remember, diet Pepsi to forget. Yes, exactly. Okay, got it. All right, should we start the show? Let's start the show. It's Tech Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 49. We have a great show for you today. We have an unboxing video for you, which Mm -hmm. um, I know those are usually videos, and a lot of it relies on the visual, but we're going to describe it with with all the sights and sounds. But um, first of all, I'm one of your hosts, Tech Tim. And I'm your other co-host, just jetting in on a jetpack. It's landing. It's got a SpaceX logo. I've just come from delivering coffee to Elon and I land on the platform, and I don't explode. Um, and it's Tech Ted. How are you doing today, Ted? Oh, mate, um, I'm, uh, well, I'm a bit spaced out. Honestly, a bit spaced out. There's a lot going on at the cabin today, and I'm, I'm a little frantic about it all, to be frank. What's going on? It's like, you know, I know filming your own home movie is fun, but just like, just rein it in a bit, guys. You know, the noises, the lights. So Sarah and, and Stefan, shout out Stefan, hey, and Bronson are, they're making a movie? They're making some sort of film. Um, I don't know what it's oh, about. Oh, great. I'm sure it has something to do with Princess Di and reenactments sure. and the two of them and costumes and oils that they have brought in um there's lots of nice smells sure lots of towels around i don't know sounds great i can't wait to watch it i know sarah has a lot of thoughts about what princess Di would be up to right now and what would happen yeah. if princess Di met certain people and how different interactions might play out yeah she has a big um well she has that following online of different fanfic people who um follow her for her sort of musings um on different historical figures and how, you know, how would Princess Di convince Genghis Khan to put down the sword and how would she woo Gandhi away from his cause? Right. I'm mean, Shout out to Sarah. I think, you know, people like to say, what did she ever see in, in uh, him? Ted, you. Uh, no yeah. offense. But I just want to say, you know, it, no it, you have your differences. She is a business person. You're a tech person. She lives in the cabin. You're banned from the cabin. She has two boyfriends. You don't 
have well you have me but it's different it's completely different yeah it's situa- completely, completely different, different situation yeah you, you are a boy and you are my friend yeah i mean is that is it is it weird to say i mean i don't know why that word is so loaded no, but anyway no, i don't know why it's um, so loaded you're my boyfriend like um because you're you're male and you're my friend i i just want i want to take the stigma away from that you're my boyfriend well i want to take the word back i, I do take because back i don't too. think it yeah. like stefan is a guy who she's yeah. friends with and also bronson and what is so different exactly between what they do and what we do and i don't um, I, I'm not going to answer that, but I hear your point. Look, you know, Sarah and I, people say, how did you ever land that? Yeah, shout out Marvin. How did she get stuck with you? Shout out Darby. You don't deserve her. It's like looking at a dolphin and a rat. It's like an iPad and a burnt pancake. Yeah, shout out Gareth. People say, how did it come about? Well, it came about in the mind. You know, Mm. Sarah and I share the world of imagination. She writes creative fan fiction of Princess Di and various things, and I'm known for my own creative fan fiction. Absolutely. So I've penned some great numbers, you know, like um, Siri in the Well. Siri alone and I come over. Clear and present Siri. Siri and me on the first spaceship to Mars with Elon. I like that one a lot, actually. Yeah, so that's how I would answer those critics. But yes, I mean, the critics are right right now. It didn't last. Um, Well, it's not over yet. I definitely think when she sees what I've been preparing, when she sees my final Trojan horse, if you will, um, it's going to be a different story. Well, I don't want to say too much on the podcast, both because this is, you know, technically a tech podcast and we should get focused, but also just because I don't want to say anything that might be used against you. But uh, could you give me uh, a little hint as to what you might be working on? Yeah, I have a little uh, I have a little plan. I have a little plan about how to win her back. And it's going to involve a bit of cardboard. It's going to involve a bit of uh, creative writing and a bit of the performance. So um, I am dusting off the planks. I am uh, getting back into my thespian onesie, and I'm I'm limbering up those muscles because it's time to win back Milady. Uh, this is really exciting. Well, this is like uh, maybe TikTok's going to turn into a relationship show. I don't know. I mean, we can oh, give yeah, advice good. as well yeah. as anyone. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's we like, give good yeah. advice. Yeah. And that's what makes TikTok so special because it a is. lot of shows yeah. talk about tech. Shout out Memoirs of a Geeka. And they do a bad job at it. Shout out Memoirs of a Geeka. Yeah. Um, they don't really talk about things that make any sense. They, no, no, um, they mess they up the facts. They get really bogged down in the details. And yeah, they talk about things people don't understand, like code. Right, they, they use incredible jargon, like, you know, what's the source code, or what's the OSS on this, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and the thing yeah, about yeah. Tech Talk is, we talk about real tech that people care about, like, you know, where's my phone? Where did I put it? How do you, you know? do with the cracks? But then, on the way, in, in those few moments when we're not talking about tech, we also do provide news you can use for Every aspect of your life. Because here's the thing. Every tech user is also a human being. Every tech user is also a dad. Yeah. Many tech users are husbands and many more tech users are ex-husbands. Yeah. And what came first? You know, the dad or the iPad? Well, I mean, Steve made the iPad in our image. Yeah. I mean, that's what's so incredible. So I think, and this is actually, shout out Cousin Josh, something he mentioned about diversifying. I mean, I get it. I get it. He does want us to embrace things like Reply All and whatnot that go off the rails. Yeah. You know, or in my opinion, go off the rails away from tech and talk about things that are non-tech related or their personal lives too much. And when they do talk about tech, it's just like, I went on the computer and I yeah. found a guy with a tail and I wanted yeah. to know 
know what it was like to be a man with a tail. And I met Sam. Turns out he just had a little nubbin. It's not even a tail. It's like a technically a tail, but it's not. You listen to him imagining a man with a monkey tail, but then they, you know, yeah. it's like, why am yeah. I listening well, to this? It's the power of you know? radio and then, that they use against yeah, you. Exactly, yeah. and it is manipulative. But credit where but, credit is due, cousin Josh has been has been there for us. So I think we should maybe hear him out on this one. So let's, uh, new Tech Talk segment. Yeah, let's do it. Tech Talk Relationship Corner. I'm going to lay down some music. We'll, we'll uh, let's just, let's let's imagine we're settling into our plush leather chairs. Yeah, let's get comfortable. There's a fire crackling and you can, for a second, it almost seems like you can see Grady's face in the fire, but no, you look again. No, no, no. You must just be a little You overtired. must just be imagining it. And you take a long huff of your pipe and um, we're both tumbling some Pepto-Bismol Pepto. around in our glasses, and I say, uh, Ted, um, you've, uh, you're, you're, you're in a relationship, aren't you? I look down at my Pepto, I swish away Grady's face, and uh, I take a sip, and I say, well, you know, I was, but not currently. And I say, uh, we have a question here. First up, this comes from ooh, Nervous at the Radio Shack. Ah. Uh, thank you, Nervous. Nervous at the Radio Shack asks, what can I do to keep the spark from going out of my relationship? Ah, nervous at the Radio Shack. I'm sorry you are nervous at the Radio Shack, and you should be, because when the spark goes out of your relationship, everything turns to a living H. Just like a big Shrek, it's ogre. And yeah. you're just going to not, it's it's done, you know. Um, yeah. Also, that Radio Shack has been out of business for five, maybe even ten years now. So I get out of there. Uh, you're I, not I'd be nervous if I doors. were there too. So keeping that spark alive, that spark, it lives on lack of oxygen. Just like a combustion right. engine. You need to withdraw, withhold, and pull back. As soon as you give away too many of your secrets, you stop becoming interesting. Mm. Whatever you do, don't open up the back of yourself like a phone and show where the battery is. We've all taken apart our phone because we thought that maybe we could find the podcasts in it. Yeah. Maybe we thought there was a message written for us personally inside. Maybe you even thought Siri was in there. But the point is, you take apart a phone and it doesn't work anymore. And that's a little bit like a relationship. If it's working, just keep the screws closed. Keep it closed tight. Absolutely. And what's the other thing that stops an iPad from working and also a relationship? Water updates. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. And dropping it too many times. But updates, that's right. If you have something that works, just hold on for dear life. Dear life. Hold it tightly and, and without letting go for one second. Because as soon as you do, all sorts of people could step right into that gap. And they might even waltz right into that gap, you know, or break dance into that gap. Um, Thank you, Nervous at the Radio Shack. Appreciate your question. Um, now, Tim, I have a little question here. Um, to look into my I'm papers. taking a matchbook out of my pocket, and I light the whole matchbook and use it to light my pipe. Uh, yeah, that's. Um, I'm going to open a window. Pity it's west-facing. Um, question coming in from Lonely at the Best Buy. They ask... Mm, hi, Lonely. Relationships involve communication. We wish they didn't. No, they do, though. Look, they I wish do. I didn't have to charge my phone. It's a nice thing to think about, but it, you do have to charge your phone, usually for at least five hours a day. Yeah. Uh, what are your top ten tips and tricks for better communication between lovers. Sounds to me like what you want is a life hack. Yeah, I'm looking for life hacks. Well, oh, are you okay? I fell out of my chair. 
burst the button off my pants, I think. Damn it. So I think the question was, how do I tell my wife I'm getting another computer? Yeah. So here's what you're going to run into. There's five stages of when your husband, soon-to-be ex-husband, who's living with you, gets another computer. First is denial. I can't believe you're getting another computer. Mm -hmm. Then there's grief. I'm yeah. really, really sad, I'm really sad because you spent a lot of our money about on this, and we needed... Corey needs a new therapist. Yeah. Then there's anger. You POS! Yeah, you yeah, ruined yeah, yeah, my yeah, L! Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then there's denial. Bargaining. Right, and bargaining. So they're the same step. It's no, yeah. no, and please, please, please just give the computer back. Could you give it back and get a refund? How did you get access to my credit card mm. information? Yeah, I can't yeah, believe yeah, you yeah, did yeah. this. I'm saving up for my wedding. Uh, Shout out yeah. Yeah, Grace yeah, yeah. and Dennis. And that actually gets to step six. I'm getting remarried. Yeah. And you're the ring bearer. And finally, that leads us to step seven. Yep. Acceptance, which can sometimes be rephrased as they just don't care anymore. And eventually they just forget about you and they change their credit card information and they mm. kick you out of the mother-in-law apartment because they want to rent it out or or Uncle Seth is going to live there. Unclear. Yeah. The bottom line, I guess, for any relationships that are going through this problem or problems like this is it's going to happen. You just let it wash over you. It, just think of it like a think of it like a bad dream that just and dreams can last forever. This could all be a dream. Yeah. This is some great tips and tricks, Tim. I'm very proud of you. So Thanks, thank you for your question. Buy. And I also want to say, if lonely at the Best Buy is Marvin, uh, you're done for. Nobody wants to be married to you. Yeah. You're a loser. It's um, over. And I don't know how you kept Shannon so long, but it is done, my friend. So just pack it up. You're done. Yeah. Hey, um, Tim, just a, a random question, but I'm just wondering if they've worked out the guest list for the wedding yet. Oh, um, well, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a hot topic. As this is something that um, people who have been to weddings, whether it's their um, wives, ex-wives' weddings, or another wedding, you'll be familiar with the concept of a plus one yes, at a wedding yeah. when you are allowed to bring anyone you want. Well, uh, let me introduce you to a new concept: uh, a minus one. Uh, okay, That's what I'm so, working with. Okay. Look, if it were up to me, Ted, you'd be there, obviously. I mean, if it were up to me, oh, I'm you'd, just, you'd I'm be just there no one else I would mean, be it, there. It, it, it's all hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering what's, what the situation is. You know, I'm not saying so here's I want to go. Here's what I, I know. Here's, here's you know, what I, I know. Here's what I know. I mean, I don't want to go, but I am the ring bearer. Yeah. Let's look at the facts. Let's do what we do best with Ted. Let's look at the facts in front of us. Here are the facts. My wife is marrying Dennis, ex-wife, soon to be. Um, yep. Got to just find those papers here. I lost them. You know, I was doing a Where's Waldo book the other day, and I lost them. So they're here yeah. somewhere. So here's what we know. My wife is getting married to Dennis. That's happening in a year. It's going to be at the Rose Garden, and you are not invited. You're anti-invited. Right, right. So when you say that, I hear that there's some resistance there, but that it's sort of worth working with. It's Let's do something we know from Cousin Josh. You know, something we know from law is... You know, definitions matter and specificity matters. So let's look at specifically what Grace said. Yes. Grace said, and your dumb A friend can't come either. Right. When Randy says, you can't come in the Best Buy, that doesn't mean we can't get on top of the Best Buy. No. We know this from Marvin. Yeah. I'm allergic to peanuts. I didn't know you were allergic to me rubbing peanuts in your hair. And so in this case, when Grace said, I don't want your dumb A friend within a mile of this wedding, please don't ruin this for me. 
Okay, I've got two workarounds here that I can see off the top of my head. If she doesn't want me within a mile, then I'm going to have to Skype in. Yep. So I guess if you were carrying the ring, you could also carry an iPad. Well, I'm, I'm not maybe. I'm going to be. I'm going to have an iPad. I mean, that goes without saying. When I'm the Whoa. ring dad, I'm going to have an iPad. You could put the ring on the iPad instead of a pillow. And then I'll, my face will just be there underneath the ring. I like that a lot. What was the other workaround? Just in case they do take away my iPad or in the off chance that I drop it the day of. Okay, well, my other workaround is that she didn't actually say these words. You cannot invite your friend Ted Steiner. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. She said, dumb a friend. Shout out, Cousin Josh. This is where the law happens. These little, these particular moments. This is, you know, like he's always saying, you know, law can't be found in a book. It's found in these interactions between people. So, yeah, yeah, my dumb A friend, um, I can think of a lot of people that fit that description. No offense, Ted. No, no, none taken. Checkpoint, Grace. Yeah, match point. And if she has a problem with that, then I'll see her in court. I mean, that's where she wants to go anyway to sign the papers. But um, I got to find those. And I got to find Waldo. And actually, now I'm remembering she did say Ted, specifically. Did she say my last name? No. So, so we, okay. Well, we can work on that. You need to find another friend yeah. called Ted, who is stupider than me, before the year is out. Oh, my gosh. You know whose name is Ted? Who? One of the guys from Circuit City. Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't wish that on you. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, look, I don't have to make him my best friend. But the Crazy. one guy there, the guy Crater, his real name is Ted. And oh, I, really? I know that because I think he's Marvin's cousin or something like that. He just needs to technically be my friend. And now yeah. what do we know about Crater? He likes to smash rocks. He likes to push old women over as they walk past. He likes Gogurt. The yogurts in those containers you can squeeze out when you're rollerblading. He's always listening to Cher. Yeah, Cher. He does. He really likes Cher. And he loves to spray his tag, his graffiti tag, yeah. Sex Wolf, on just about everything in the strip mall. Okay. So commence Operation Friend Ted. Friend yeah. Ted Friend. I'll have Dennis help me tear the sleeves off my shirt. Yep, 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 yep. Because that's how they all dress over there. I think you need to put some smudge black grime underneath your eyes. If I could get my belt off, I could wear it over my chest. Sort of like uh, Sean Connery wears in that science fiction movie. Yeah, The Rock. And I'm going to have pick one of Crater's hobbies to get into, and I don't really want to push any old ladies over right now but um mm. maybe i could get in, you know i could get into spray painting i could get into tagging i think you should mention your own spray paint tag you know like if he's sex wolf you know you should be yeah, you I should be, be like steve boy dong ghoul oh like it like a skeleton yeah 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 okay yeah. all right Floppy that's actually dad. good because i was going to i uh i'm actually supposed to go to the hardware store later today with uncle seth so this oh. is i'll get some spray paint then what's he doing at the hardware store well so you know grace's brother moved in right around christmas time just yeah, to kind yeah, of be yeah. there for just her to be a nemesis to all fathers yes yeah, so he's he's been a total t in my p yeah thorn in my paw also uncle seth has gotten really really into building an arbor for the wedding. Oh, right. Yeah. Because uh, Grace always wanted an arbor, apparently news to me, but I guess she always wanted a homemade arbor. And mm-hmm. um, Dennis is... Uh, he's not the most practical man. No, he's... Well, I mean, like, look, if you could build an arbor out of rare deep house 12 inches... Right, yeah. Put a hammer in his hand and he'll write an essay about it, but he won't He won't hit anything with it. Exactly. Give him a glue gun and he would probably glue his hand to the table. Yeah. Sorry, Dennis, I I'd said I wouldn't tell anyone about that. But um, yeah. anyway, yeah. Grace at dinner the other night was mentioning how she always wanted an arbor, and Dennis kind of 
you know, said, oh, I'm sure we could get someone to make one. And Uncle Seth's eyes lit up. Mm. He's really interested in anything that Dennis can't do. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's classic uncle right there. I mean, you show them any sign of weakness. Yeah, so I'm, I'm supposed to go to the hardware store later, which I was honestly kind of dreading because, I mean, yeah, you know this. I'm not a hardware dad. No, we're, we're tech dads. People are like, oh, uh, you and David will have a lot to talk about. You're both dads. And I'm like, David is a hardware store dad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, why don't you go help harvest peaches off the tree with Gerhard? He's a dad. I'm like, well, yeah, but he's a granola dad. I'm a tech dad. Like, there's a gulf between us. There is a giant golf ball between us. Gosh, I think maybe it's time we do a definitive taxidermy of dads stuff them up yeah i think it's important you know if you're listening to tech talk you're gonna need this info all right so let's start at the top obviously tech dads tech dads top of the pyramid um top of the pops i mean these dads you can trust with tech news tech gossip um podcasts that they make and the truth you may know that you're around a tech dad if you feel safe uh, yes. Taken care of, considered. Yeah. I mean, this is all, if you're a computer, you'd feel those things. Tech dads love Steve. Tech dads love the Best Buy. Tech dads uh, worship at the altar of Elon and believe everything he does and says is righteous and right. Tech dads are the top of the pyramid, which is to say if the tech dads weren't there, all the rest of the dads would come tumbling down. So let's run down some others and, and just say how you might be able to spot them. A layer below tech dads is the tactical dad. Yeah. Shout out Carlton. Shout out everyone at Big Boy Coffee. Tactical dads are dads who love all things tactical and military. Uh, they're not yes. in the military. They're not no, that stupid. Far from it. Yeah, but they're prepared. They're prepared to be in the military. How can you spot these guys coming from a mile away? Camo pants. Yes. Dongles wrapped around their heads. I want to say wheezing. Um, there's a sort of wheezing breath. Because they're usually tumbling and rolling. You can tell a tactical dad out from a crowd of dads by the, by the volume of their voice and how often they're talking about imaginary scenarios of wars and, and pop and tactical roles. Yes. You might also find them fighting for custody over their children, Carlton Jr. and CJ. Yes. All right. Next, down from the tactical dad. We're talking hardware dad. These dads. Hardware dads are really easy to spot because you can hear them coming. They're always angle grinding. They're always chopping things with saws. Their pockets are full of nails. They smell. There's a smell to hardware dads. They prey on other dads. They feed off of their anxiety. The natural habitat for hardware dads is around the special entrance of any hardware store where the lumber is kept. Yeah, and and there's something that should be specified here because I think there is some confusion, and this is why we're doing this taxidomony. Hardware dads are not grill dads. No, very different from grill dads. They frequent similar places because you have to go to the hardware store to buy a grill. Yeah, but grill dads, generally their disposition is much more welcoming. Yes, absolutely. Because they just want to grill. They just want to grill and they just want you to watch them grill. That's all they care about in life. They're like robots. They live a beautiful existence. Exactly. And if you're near the grill, you're going to have a great time with a grill dad. Now, if you're in a hardware store with a hardware dad, you're going to have a bad time. Now, that's the difference. Yeah, that is the difference. And the beautiful thing about a grill dad is a grill dad doesn't want to ask you any questions. He just wants to tell you about the grill. Yep. Where he bought the grill, what kind of grill it is, how much he got it for versus how much he could have gotten it for, what kind of yep. meat he's cooking. When his wife left him, he just wants to tell you stories. A hardware dad's 
want to tell you stories, but they're too sneaky. And so they, they put it all in the frame of questions that they know that you don't know the answer to. Like, what kind of wood is this? Yes, or yeah, yeah. how old is this house? Are you sure you want to be using those screws? I don't think that you can glue that. I think you need a screw to hold that together or else this whole wall is going to come down. You better be pre-drilling that or you're an idiot. How did you get this nail stuck in your iPad? Yeah. So let's move down the pyramid a bit. Here's something that you know about. Sword dads. Yeah. So there, there is a Venn diagram between fathers. You can exist in multiple spheres, however your allegiance is noted. You are a tech dad rising with a sword dad eclipse. I would say the defining characteristics of sword dads are the great debate that we all like to get into as sword fathers about what would happen if you brought a Hatari Hanzo Nippon thousandfold steel samurai sword down on Teutonic plated armor. Like, that's the main right. question you're going to be having. The sword dad is sort of your Venn diagram overlap. The same way that I overlap with guitar store dads. Yeah. Guitar store dads are a beautiful, I mean, a really a rich culture of daddom. Guitar store dads like to go to the guitar store. They may or may not own a guitar, but they do like to play the guitar in the store. They like to talk to the people in the guitar stores about the greats. Clapton. Hendrix. Yes, TV Ravon. Jiminy Page from Dread Zeppelin. They like to learn parts of songs, never whole songs. No, and that's no, no. a bit of an unspoken guitar store dad rule. It's not cool to learn a whole song, but it yeah. is cool to learn half of the solo. The other dead giveaway I want to say is you'll notice that guitar store dads, while they seem like they might be asking a question to a clerk, they're really, if you listen to the question, the question is actually usually a statement about something that they know and they want to get across. So they yes. want the clerk to know that they understand what type of cable is going in here. Yes, and if any of these dads were animals, the guitar store dad would be a sort of a deep water fish. Mm -hmm. They put out the lure, the little shiny light lure that tricks fish into coming close to be eat. They put that out when they ask a question like, you know, is this a Gibson or an Epiphone? They put mm -hmm. that out to lure the attendant into coming over so that they can then devour them. But the other feature of the guitar store dad fish is if you ever start to talk to them about something, their eyes will glaze over. And you can oh, yeah. tell that they are not listening. Yeah, never at talk about yourself. All. Only ever ask them questions about themselves. They're beautiful. I have many, many good friends yeah, in, in the Guitar Store Dad community. I just want to give a quick shout out to Aaron and Zach. Yeah. Two amazing dads. I mean, I've seen them bring staff to tears in the way that only Guitar Store Dads can. Yeah. Now, Ted, I don't know if this is really a, a, a category of dad, but I feel like this is an important subcategory of dad. I'm talking about ukulele dads. The ukulele dads are a very special sort of offshoot of the guitar dad. The ukulele dad you can spot if he is with 40 other ukulele dads. Yes, typically glasses to be able to read the chords and music. Because a ukulele dad will know hundreds of songs that use the same chords, but they will have a printout for the chords for every single song. Exactly. And you're going to also notice them by the amount of color they wear. They typically wear a lot of color, um, maybe even a colorful scarf or Hawaiian shirt or even colored fedora. They're very outgoing. They're, I, I admire the ukulele dad. I mean, Lord knows I don't respect them, but I admire their ability to just go for it. Yeah, I really do. I think there's a Venn diagram with ukulele dads and granola dads. So let's talk hippie dad. Yeah, we don't, we don't condone them. We don't go near them. They smell funny. 
eat too much sauerkraut, can be seen in parks flying kites. Always want to talk to you. Check in. Check in, yeah. And, and the really unnerving thing is, I mean, I know, when I talk to you, you know I'm not listening, and I know you're not listening. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's just what it's like yep. being a dad. I mean, like, we're on our phones. Like, I don't, a dad to dad, that's how dads communicate. That's our love language. The really yeah. unnerving thing with hippie dads is they listen. Yeah, they do. And and they look you in the eye, and that is, ugh, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, yeah. If you want to avoid them, and I highly, highly suggest you do, you're going to want to stay away from farmer's markets and shops that sell candles and or crystals. And I would say any sort of outdoor music event. Yep. Drum circle. Um, I mean, goes without saying. Well, drum and drum circle dad. I would say drum circle dad is almost a subgenre, but there's really total overlap with hippie dad. Well, I think I think if if we look at the subgenre of hippie dad, I think we, that can be split into granola dad. That can be split into drum circle dad, lentil dad, paddleboard dad. Gosh, well, and paddleboard dad obviously leads to surfing dad. Although I know that a true dad can't surf. No, no, no. I no. mean, once you've gone through the process of having someone else have a baby. Your body changes, and yeah, you, you just don't move in the same way. But paddleboarding is is perfect for a dad. And it's the place where they come alive. Um, gosh, what are we forgetting about? Oh, I, uh, obviously one that I forgot about here. Family dads. This is the uh, worst kind of dad. Yeah. Family dad is the dad who you, you'll spot them because they're always doing Little League with their kids. Or yeah, they've got to get yeah. all the family in a minivan to go visit Soccer grandma practice. and grandpa. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, you yeah. might be able to tell them by having a wife. Yep. By smiling in such a disgusting fake way that it nauseates yeah. you. Big beautiful car. By wanting to tell you about what their son's been up to. Yeah. Family dads, I mean, honestly, look, if there were a dad council, and that's something I've been working on with Darby, shout out, Darby, hope you're live. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if we should really count them as dads. No. Because they don't, all of these dads that we've talked about in this whole breakdown, they are all different and they all disagree on many things, but they share one thing. Mm. Their families don't like them very much. Yeah. Well, I think that might be it for this week's show, Ted. I wanted to talk about uh, a few more tech-related things, but I think we've run out of time. I know. We will. Gosh, I, we were supposed to do our unboxing video today, and we might have to do it next episode. I still have the box next to me. My box doesn't smell so good. Yeah, well, you, you shouldn't put food or, or things that are alive in there. I know that now, but we. Right. I, I got the box together like three weeks ago. And, mm. you know, believe me, once I got the stuff in there, I wasn't about to try to put it back in if it got out. But I don't think I have to worry about it getting out now. It smells like it's maybe done. Yeah. On our way out, I just want to remind you that if you are listening to this, wow, we're so happy to have you. Welcome to Tech Talk. It's the end of the show now, but it's still very important that you sign up for the Patreon at the $300 a month level. Yes, all the other uh, Patreon tiers on our patreon.web.com. Those are distractions and the traps. Um, because if you do sign up at any of those levels, we'll know who you are and we can we can come for you. You're gonna need to sign up for three hundred dollars a month. That is like that's, that's not even price. our break even. That's like that would buy me the tip of the shovel to dig myself out of the terrible mess that I have found myself in. Yes, that's confirmed. Tim, great show. Great Such show, a Ted. Show. I couldn't be happier. Hey, as one of our only two listeners, I loved it. It was my favorite one I think we've ever done. Just such a joy. And uh, coming up next is our grand 50th show. Oh my gosh, next week is our 50th anniversary. So, yep. as always, we love to do questions and answers on the tens. So, um, 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 I'll think of some questions, I guess, for us. Yeah. Maybe you could think of a few too, Ted. 
I'll think of questions. Maybe I'll ask Dennis some questions and pretend they're for something else. All right, I think that's it. See you next week. Tech you later. Tech you later, folks. Bye. Bye.